Yo, it's the heavy hitter DJ Wala, and you're now plugged into the Subject Thread Podcast with your host, Nyla Lavelle. Like, there are certain people that have these ability to be independent contractors, self-employed, day traders, real estate investors, singers, artists, those type of people avenues within the real estate umbrella because there's so many different ways to make money in real estate. I think a lot of people miss that. Right, right. And that's very true because when you say real estate, that's a that's the umbrella, right? That's what and then there's so many other strategies. So real quick what I'll do for our listeners is explain a little bit about what wholesaling real estate is. I like I like that question because what kind I was just talking about this yesterday and I feel like with, with Kanye he's like he does things that we all do behind closed doors. Yeah, I've never been asked that. This is Subject Thread Podcast. We different here. <laughs> you are now tuned in to Subject Thread Podcast, giving you real dose of storyboard conversations, art, money, culture, and more. Hey guys, what is up? What is up? This is your girl in the building, Nyla Lavelle, for another episode of Subject Thread podcast. And I'm super excited today to talk to the actual gem behind Real Tunes. Mr. Davian Chester is in the building. What is up? Hey, hey, I'm good. I'm good. How are you? Good, good. Now, are you in Atlanta? No, right now I'm in Columbus, Georgia, my hometown. Oh, you know what? I got a funny story about Columbus. But yes, Columbus is, (laughs) I think, about two hours away, right? Yeah, yeah, about an hour and a half. Okay. Actually, it's a town that a lot of people from the Army go to. I think there's like a base Mm -hmm. there. Am I right? Yeah, Fort Benning. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. I had a friend um, in high school, and she was in the Army. And when we would hang out, I lived in Atlanta, and she lived in Columbus, and I used to do the drive. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So so, (laughs) you said, ooh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's a little right. But, you know, it's a peaceful ride. But if you're hitting traffic time, it's not so good. So you're born and raised. Yes. Okay. Okay. Never left Columbus. Mm, right. Yeah. I've I left for a while because Atlanta, that's that's where I'm trying to get to for my art. So I, I'm on. I, I got a good feeling I'll probably be there this summer. So like to stay. But yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So when did you get into to drawing? So elementary school, fifth grade. I've been drawing since fifth grade. Fifth grade. Mm-hmm. And I've been drawing digitally since my sophomore year, yeah, high school. Okay. You just said a key word, digitally. We're gonna mm-hmm. we're gonna chop it up about that. Right before we got on, I was like, I think you I thought you were gonna hit me up and say you're having a problem logging on because so many artists that I speak to, tattoo artists, mm-hmm. regular artists. They're using Apple computers and they always have to download Google Chrome. But you were right. like, no, I started with an HP, so I'm going to continue on using an HP. Mm-hmm. I was so shocked by that. <laughs> but yeah, I, they're, they're both great to me. I mean, Apple's really good. Their computers are really good. It's 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 a difference. It's more smooth. I do like drawing on my computers. But like I say, I... I'll eventually probably have both and I'll just go back and forth. But HP, I guess. Yeah, HP, my baby, I guess. <laughs> so what are you drawing on? What software? Photoshop? Yeah. So Adobe Creative Suite, Photoshop and Illustrator, but mostly Photoshop. And you can do, oh, and they have they have the PC Proto tool for that. I always thought that they didn't. I don't know why I thought that. 
Yeah, yeah, it's the same on both. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, they got it all. You just taught me something new. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, you just taught me something new. I didn't even know that. So you just said another key word to me that just struck out: digital art. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of speculation about what digital art is going to be doing within the next 10 years. Mark Cuban, I know you know him, billionaire Mark Cuban. Mm-hmm. He was on a podcast called Earn Your Leisure. And he was talking about the next best thing is going to be digital art. And that's what he's investing mm-hmm. in. How do you feel about stuff like that when you hear stuff like that? That's that's big. I, I'm hopeful for that because, yeah, a lot of people... Like just a lot of guess society was viewing digital art as like, I don't know, not not it or like not where it's at, it's not real, all that good stuff. But it, it very much is. It's a whole it's like a whole new ballgame. It's its own thing and it can be uh I don't know, it's like it's like its own everything. Cause I know I love digital art. I haven't went back to traditional ever since I touched digital. I was gonna ask you about that because I have heard that like from older the older mm-hmm. generation. I want to, I'm not trying to bust nobody age, but I want to say like the 50, the 50 and older crowd is like, they're not, they want, no, seriously, they like the canvas stuff. They like, yeah, no, we don't yeah. want digital art. Like, yeah. what do you, what do you say to people like that, that don't respect it? Mm, I don't know. I mean, people, I guess people like what they like, but as long as they're not like trashing it, because I do see people who trash it. I mean, if you just don't like it, you just don't like it, but trashing it and saying, you know, like it, it ain't. It ain't it ain't real or it's not it because, I mean, it could just be a preference because it could definitely be. It definitely is as real and big as traditional art. So that's how that's how I see it. Factual, because like I'm a lover of like the old school art. I mean, I wasn't, you know, an adult in the 80s at all, but I'm a lover of like, you know, Basquiat and Warhol and Kip and uh, Keith Haring. But I'm also a lover of what's going on today because I think it's super dope because without those dudes, you wouldn't have what you have now. Right. Yeah, exactly. So is there anybody that you could reach back to and was like, you know, they were inspirational to me? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I would say Basquiat and Andy Warhol, like the like the whole the whole pop art scene. It, that's influential to me. I, I really like that. And then I would even say uh, I'm drawing a blank now. <laughs> I, know, I know no why am i drawing the blank right because like i was literally just it's, it's an old old renaissance artist like real old school the the screen and I, I don't know why i can't think of his name i don't know why i can't think of his name. so what is his but, pieces uh, called the screen yeah because it's his style and then i was just watching the movie the other day because they it was a movie it was a movie they made a movie an animated movie and his his whole style like the whole movie was his style of like how he does, like the dots is just straight dots and, and I waves. think I know who you're talking about. Oh, I just can't I'm, place the name. I either. know, I know, <laughs> I and know I don't know why, about. but I'm I'm about to find it because I just I was just watching it. I swear I was just watching. That's crazy to me. I don't know why I can't. Uh... It's always like that, you know, when it's like <laughs> at the tip of your tongue. It's always like that. So why are you looking for that? Vincent, Vincent, I found it. Vincent Van Gogh. That, that's, okay, I, I, okay. yeah, yeah, that's it. Vincent Van Gogh. <laughs> that's crazy. Okay, cool. that's crazy. But yeah, yeah. Okay. Do you watch any anime? You just mentioned it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm starting to get into it. I, I haven't before, but now I am. I've only seen a few and a few episodes of a few. It's crazy because Megan Thee Stallion, she was talking about how she's into Japan anime. Yeah. And I was like, Yo, yeah. you would have never expected that. But see, that's what you right. get. You know, that's what you get for like, you know, stereotyping people. 
Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's dope. Yep, it is. It's super, super dope. Now I was looking at some of your stuff. You're you're uh, a little yeah. bit controversial, but you're in, in a good way. So <laughs> yeah. like, I feel like you use your art to make a statement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that and I, my main thing is your statements, awareness, and to uh, create conversation and discussions. I love discussions. When did you get the seed planted in your head to say, let me be a little bit controversial. Let me put, let me go ahead and bust it wide open with that. <laughs> right. Probably, I mean, probably a couple of years ago. Cause I remember I made like just a few pieces of like, just asking a question and just like the response and like seeing everybody's opinion and like everybody's views and what they see from it. And, you know, from them sharing it and stuff. And I think it, it just started with like a few. And then I started doing a couple more and then, you know, just, trying to tackle different topics and then right soon right i believe after juneteenth or probably right before or right after that's when i was like that's 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 it i just want to i want to make something you know i want to spread spread awareness and ask questions get people's discussion get all of that and then see you know see how far i can go with it what get what i can draw to get people to talk about like how far you know like see how deep it can go This week's episode of Subject Thread Podcast has been sponsored by Plug Plant Based, your everything green directory. Visit PlugPlantBased.com today. I did see you post one where I was like, oh, he went there. It was like you posted a dude. (laughs) You posted a dude that looked like Bobby Brown back in the 80s, the late 80s, which I thought because you captured his Gumby (laughs) on the side. Like he was rocking that Gumby really well, by the way. (laughs) <laughs> and what you posted was like, oh, wow, he went there. You said, can you be pro-Black and date outside your race? That's a conversation yeah. piece. What made yeah. you go there? Oh, yeah. Uh, I had it before because this was my Black History Month little theme. So okay. everything was set. I had the question set before, but I just didn't know how I was going to make it. And then I was like, you know what? I know exactly how I'm going to make it. I'm going to have it set in the 80s or back in the day and then yeah i decided to use him so i was like okay okay and then nah i just i just went ahead and drew it because i had it on the back burner for a while it was in my notes for a minute i just had to figure out how but yeah yeah that was a big one that everybody's 874 comments on that yeah yeah Yeah, so it was it was was really opinionated there i was like oh it was like to me it was like a 50 50 though I feel like it was a 50-50 right. response. And then some people say ignorant stuff. But it is, yeah. it is you know, it is a conversation yeah. piece. It, it definitely is a conversation piece. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I know people that are, you know, in interracial situations and they have to have different kind of conversations amongst themselves, especially with the climate that we're going into, mm-hmm. you know, with Black people and the things that Black yeah. people deal with. Like, so yeah. whoever you deal with, they got to understand that narrative. You know what I'm saying? That's my personal mm-hmm. opinion on that. <laughs> yeah. So I also yeah. read somewhere where, well, no, not read somewhere. You actually just, it looked like you just got featured on NBC for the Disney stuff. They put your name with that. Did you see that? You definitely. Oh, really? No, I, I didn't even see that. Oh, let me just make sure. Because I, well, like, my... <laughs> I was like, oh, his name with is. My, my Disney princess? Yeah. Yeah. It came up today. 11 hours ago, artist draws iconic Disney princesses as black women. WSLS Channel 10. I don't know why they have yet. Hold on. This is news to me. 
Oh, here it is. Yeah, no. illustrations provided by you on your Instagram. So they got it off your Instagram, which is which is normal. Media does that. If you put it on Instagram, mm-hmm. it's public opinion. <laughs> but yeah, you're on here. Just eleven hours. Right, right. Look, you you ain't even know you was on here. See, look. <laughs> <laughs> right. That is crazy. That's great, though. That's amazing. Yeah, because when I do, you know. You got to do interviews. You got to look up stuff and, you know, make sure you on point. But I, I was like, oh, that's dope. So, yeah, you got you got posted 11 hours ago. What made you come up with that concept? Wow. I think it's beautiful. Thank you. I did. Uh, no, I wanted it, it was kind of that was kind of like a conversation piece, too, or more like a uh, more like my my little statement pieces, you know, just just how they would be as black women, like each one, like their characteristics to switch. But if they were black, how it would be. So each one is uh catered to like if they were black it would be like Belle she's reading my my Angelo mm. and then you know Snow Black she got the fro and then like she, the way her facial expression with the apple like really <laughs> and right I got uh, Ariel you know Ariel she would be Caribbean she got locks and stuff like that and then Frozen they would be uh, they still have their little thing but still have that little that little flavor to it you know okay I think yeah. it's dope. I think what I, I love about you is that you can have an urban feel and then you can come right behind it with something like this, which is like so angelic and beautiful. Are you aware that, that you have that that ability? You know, some people don't know. Yeah, I, I did not. I didn't, I didn't write. I, I didn't. I ain't like, yeah, yes and no. So I was like, like before, like I knew. Like, you know, I had something going there. And then, like, I guess my my reach and influence on others and other people. Like, I knew it was something, but I didn't realize, like, it was, like, like this big and powerful until, like, recently. So I was like, that's, that's, I'm humble and, you know, honored to be, like, to be in that position and to have, and especially, you know, to share my gift. Because that's something I always wanted to do anyway, like, to share and let others experience, you know, like, either my thoughts or my little creativity and, you know, just my my everything you know, my storytelling all that i love to share so yeah that's great so when you say storytelling do you do you feel like you do it in the form of art yeah because i do want i have like i do want to do a little bit of animation too like i have stories and comics but kind of like my real tunes now i'm kind of building a universe with it like i'm starting to use like or have like certain characters you know repeat and uh have like little underlying underlying stories to it or like you know have an ongoing story with just these characters but they're all they're all doing their own thing and i do have like some stories and stuff on the back right now i'm just i haven't got to them how i want to because i'm more focused on my real tunes and then my business i'm uh i'm getting there though Okay, cool, cool. You just triggered me again. You said the word business. And a lot of times in art and, and creativity spectrums, a lot of people don't think about the business side of it. How important is that for you to, to kind of put business at the forefront? Because, you know, Black black businesses, I love them, and we have our own big impact. I'm real big on Black businesses and, you know, having, like having everybody, you know, work together and, like, we're all here for each other. Like just businesses and clients and just businesses with each other, businesses with the client, all of that. But I think it's important too, because you know, we 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 can we start with that. You know, we build our own, we build it back up. That's basically how I see it. You know what I mean? No, it makes sense. It makes sense. 
when Mark Cuban was talking, it was like monetizing, mm-hmm. not even Mark Cuban, Swiss Beats as well. He's really influential in the art world. Are you familiar? You're familiar with Swiss Beats. I know. Everybody yeah. Knows. yeah. But he's, he, yeah. he mm-hmm. really knows. Well, I've seen, yeah, yeah. But I've seen, yeah. I didn't know he can draw so well. Have you seen some of his drawings? Yeah. Some, yeah. I didn't know either at first. And I was like, yeah, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know he was into that, but he, he he has like the Dean collection, but not even just drawing. He he's starting to set up different things where artists can monetize and really make money because he was like, there's no there's no places where yeah, that's yeah, you know what I'm saying, like where you can go and there's like a broker and then everybody's art is there. And he was like, in the digital art form, like how do you do this? How do you set up that spectrum? What are your thoughts on something like that where there's mm-hmm. like a a marketplace where all the digital artists can, somebody can just go and just buy it. Like as if it's not watered down like a Macy's, let's just be clear, but something like an e-commerce for everybody. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's big. And I, I'm all for that. And no, I think that's important because usually, cause well, I feel it's already kind of harder anyway for us and let alone for the digital scene. And then just to have something big like that. No, I, I think that's amazing. And um, yeah, like when I saw he was big on that and doing all of it, I was like, wow, this is great. Because I, I remember I've, I've applied and tried to get on it, all of those things, too. Yeah, hopefully that'll that'll get like some other people too to like try to get on that and like try to do stuff for other artists and stuff, too. Like he's, he's setting the foundation for that. That's great. Hey guys, what's up? This is your girl in the building, Naila Lavelle. I'm sorry to have interrupted the podcast, but I want you guys to make sure that you're following us on Instagram and Twitter at Subject Thread. Instagram and Twitter. It helps with the algorithms. Thank you for the support for the 100,000 plus streams, and it's ongoing on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Audible, Podchaser, Amazon Music, and more. Please continue on supporting us independently owned, minority woman owned. I appreciate the support. Make sure to visit us online at subjectthreadpodcast.com. Just be aware that certain music waves can make your brain do a lot of dope things because jazz is. Yeah, 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 I love music. So I'm real big on that. I love all. I love every every genre. What kind of jazz? Mm-hmm. What kind of jazz are you listening to? Mostly the old school jazz, new jazz. I usually go to Spotify and just put it on shuffle and just do anything. I, I really, but I mostly what I mostly love is the saxophone. So anything power saxophone heavy, I'm 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 there. Okay, cool, cool. So are you like who is it? It can't be that guy. Let me. I'm I'm even gonna look it up. <laughs> There's one dude. <laughs> yeah, there's one dude. Oh, well, Charlie Parker, he's old school. I actually like him. And then John Coltrane is actually my favorite jazz artist of all time. He is absolutely amazing. So one day, put in John um, Coltrane, let it shuffle for you. And you know, Spotify has all those algorithms and they're going to really make it pop for you. Right. So what? Okay. what, what yeah. Is, yeah, I'm, I'm giving Ooh. you game. Look, I'm giving you game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what's what's next for you? What's on the agenda for 2021? I know you want to go to Atlanta and make that permanent, but other than that, what what more things are you do you want to get involved in? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want to uh I know I want to do something with Real Tune to have it more uh more like outreach. So like 
I had just got on with Miami Times and I do a few comments for them like every week. And I want to do, yeah, I want to do something like that with other uh, major black newspapers or just even magazines, maybe have my uh, work in there. I want to do more shows, more galleries. I want to do like, I want to have my conversation pieces like out on display. People can come in and discuss and talk and look and maybe buy. Like I want to do that on a bigger scale. And then, of course, my business, I want to do, like, I I just want that to continue to grow, get some good clientele, get my name out there more, you know, just keep that running. And, yeah, be be in the midst of the art scene which in Atlanta. And then, you know, like, future on, you know, be able to travel and do all of that with my art. That is super dope. Now, how did did you get on with the comics with Miami? Like, that's that's a, a really amazing thing. That's where they do Art Basel. Right now, someone, someone, yeah, she just reached out on my Real Tunes Facebook page and was like, "Hey, I feel like you'd be a great fit." And then at first, because at, at first I thought it was, I thought she was fake at first, because <laughs> I was like, "It's too good to be true." I was like, "Wait, Miami Times, really?" It was just out of the blue. It was so random. I was like, "Okay." And then right, we had switched over the email, and she told me more. And then she was like, yeah, we could do like a little cartoon corner and just have you have your tunes in there and have to talk about. It. I was like, well, that'd be amazing. Yeah. And so like she just reached out and yeah, I got on. So I've been doing I've been doing that. I think since September. So it's fresh. It's new. Since September last year. August, September, I believe. Yeah. So that, that's been great. So let me and, um, ask you- it made me get into more politics, too. Really? Okay. So with that, is it is it hard copy or is it digital? Yeah, hard, both. So I'm on the digital and in the papers. Yeah, I got to look that up. That's really dope. So are you featured in that like what, once a month or something like that? Thank you. But it's usually every week. I just send them. I send them to them and they pick. They usually pick. If I have some new ones, I'll send them over or they'll pick from my old ones that I've already made. Oh, super dope. Yeah, I definitely want to check that out. Definitely want to check that out. You've been super amazing. Super amazing. I, I love your work. I want you to definitely keep on going and I'm going to definitely keep on Thank following you. you. Yeah, you've been dope. I was like that princess stuff. When I saw that, I was like, oh, that is so dope. And I can't you. believe you didn't even know you was being featured. It's <laughs> 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 amazing, right? <laughs> You're like, hi, what's, what's going on? I was like, I hope I was looking up the right person. Yeah. Uh, now, how do the people find amazing. you? Give out all your social media, your website, so people can keep up with right. you. Right. I'm on every, yeah, I'm on, I'm on every social media under Real Tunes or Davian Chester. You can find me on the both. So like Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, yeah, YouTube, all Davian Chester or Real Tunes. Okay. Dope, dope, dope. Well, we are signing out, guys. He just told you where to find him. Okay. Keep up with Real Tunes. And this is Nyla Lavelle signing off for Subject Thread Podcast. We are out, guys. Peace out.